This is Dean Blandino, NFL Rules Analyst, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Kings Podcast. This is your host, Luke, and I am joined by Tyler and Mike today. Big game tonight in fantasy. Mike, you had Tyler Higby going in Cooper Cup. Higby's got the COVID. Bunch of players got the COVID today. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to pivot to two jabroni <laughs> tight ends no one's ever heard of. In fact, I don't even want to say which one I'm going with so that when I'm inevitably wrong and it blows up in my face, no one will ever know. It's either Blanton or some <laughs> other guy I've never heard of. And hell, maybe by the time the kickoff comes around i'll have put in the other guy because i just can't make up my mind and i really i'm in a lucky position my thing comes down to seating i really feel for all the people that are you know this is it they needed yeah. higby to get them two points maybe yeah. maybe they only needed a first down from higby and now you're stuck it's tough man this is uh when we talk about the covid stuff this is everyone's worst nightmare i agree i was i was working and i look at my phone and i see you uh, Mike's team picks up two guys. I go, I've never heard of these guys. Are these backup running backs for these like third, fourth stringers just Mike, in case? Mike, that's Mike, the other Mike, thing. Mike's got an inside source at uh, one of these dark horses. I, I looked up like, my, what happened? And it screwed like, up my plan. I was had my Eagles special teams defense for a couple good matchups coming up, and their kicker's been balling, and I have no more fab money, so I had to cut those two, and it really sucks. Yeah. You got McPherson, though. He's been pretty elite. McPherson's been pretty good, but man, my dog Jake Elliott is just yeah. a king. Yeah, and the tough part is at least now, unless you pick Jake Elliott back up, that's what you had to do it. So, I mean, you got to drop those two tight ends next week, and you probably yep. have to stream someone because Higby's probably out next week as well, uh, yep. depending how bad his symptoms are. And the ultimate karma of it all is that I'm playing the guy who has my long begotten brother Jared Cook, and he started him against me. I mean, it's just the, the 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 reality is just cruel sometimes, man. Yep, it truly is. Uh, Jared Cook got a touchdown. Yeah, uh, had a shit week. Other than that, though, classic tight end performance. Eight fantasy points, man. I would have killed for that over yep. what I'm about to get. True, that's very true. Uh, any uh, discussion? Great games yesterday. Two went into overtime at four o'clock. Bills Bucks. Bucks were up twenty four to three. Had a rough second half. They moved the ball. Wasn't like we were getting three and outs, but. That's kind of been the Bucks this year. They have like a couple opportunities in the third quarter to put teams away, and they just can't do it. And then inevitably the team starts playing desperate. Josh Allen starts running the ball left yep. and right. I mean, kind of. Do that's how it goes. The story of the Bills too, you know. They, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be a tough out just because they can put up points in a hurry. And when push comes to shove, Josh Allen can just take off. Although now he's got a foot sprain, so yep. look out for that. If Josh Allen's mobility goes down, he definitely uh, is going to struggle a little yep. bit. Do you know that the Bills did not run or do a handoff in the first half, and that's the first time since, like, 1952 a team has not done a handoff? uh, Basically, Sean McDermott, after last week and everyone praising Bill Belichick, he's like, you know what? They were praising this man for not throwing a pass. I'm going to get praised this week and not run the ball. (laughs) Do the opposite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But all of a sudden, people are talking about him like he's the buffoon. So, you know, we got to kind of check ourselves at the door here. We just called Bill a genius, but this guy, not so much. Not so much. Well, (laughs) the the tell for the Bill strategy that I've noticed is when they make Zach Moss inactive. When they make Zach Zach Moss inactive before these games, they're just like, 
Nah. We're not going <laughs> to. That's their between the tackles. We don't need runner. a yard at any point. Exactly. Yeah. They're just going to run Josh Allen in those situations. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the Bills. Who oh, wait. I do know who they play next week. I was yeah, just they play the Pats. It. It's uh, unfortunate no, for them. No, I think the Bills no, play Carolina, right? Because, uh, oh, no. Yeah, I think they play Carolina. Yeah, I think, I think New England's two weeks. Oh, two weeks away? So, yeah. yeah um, something to watch. Uh, no, sure. maybe not. I don't know. Take a look at it, Mike. Fun, get fun back with to me. Uh, Carolina too. Did you guys see the uh, Matt Rule quote today after practice? What was it? No. He uh, said, "Oh, wait don't rule out Sam Darnold down the stretch of the season." So I was laughing. Be careful, folks. He might what, be back. Uh, what a sentence that shows how struggle bussing they are. You know? Oh yeah. my god. I mean, what else could you say? They both PJ Walker, Cam <laughs> suck. I mean, you might as well throw Darnold back out there. <laughs> I mean, it's just so funny week to week. Like uh, two weeks ago, maybe Cam Newton will be the starter next week, next year. Who knows? You know. And now it's oh well, maybe we'll be back to Sam Darnold. Yep. Tough times in Carolina. Yeah, very, very tough very. times. They, uh, and they I, get uh, the Bucks two times in three weeks coming. I had up. a yeah. quick a quick one to throw out there. Uh, possibly a, a new segment. I know we're kind of wrapping up the season here. <laughs> yeah, but, what uh, is it? I've had some extra time on my hands because the uh, home league hasn't gone so well, and I've been sad and depressed. Yep. Uh, like my team, uh, but the Kings uh, jester of the weeks, uh, kind of like a Monday uh, buffoonery of the NFL. Very good. And uh, so, you know, I'm sure some of you out there have heard the Urban Meyer news. There's been some turmoil in Jacksonville with <laughs> yeah. players. Coaches. Urban could have been that this every week. <laughs> Think, things of that nature. Well, uh, the latest is after practice on Monday. Uh, Jags reporters asked Urban Meyer about Andre Sisco uh, yeah. <laughs> and how he's been playing uh, uh, much better as of late uh, in, in these games. And Urban Meyer responded with. He agrees that Cisco's been playing playing great. He's been playing he's been playing a bit more than usual. Uh, he, I don't have his numbers directly in front of me, but he's been he's been doing well for us. Andre Cisco played zero, zero. total snaps this past week. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so there you have it, one. folks. Uh, the King's jester of the week is Urban Myers, who doesn't even know what the hell's going on. Urban, you can tell every week is like you know when you're you can just tell he's kind of, he's just over it. And and I don't I mean it's been a terrible season. How can you blame the guy? Uh, it's mostly his fault, but. <laughs> Also, the organization, it's a whole thing. The Jags are a train wreck. They've been a train wreck before he got there, but uh, obviously he's not helping matters out. Uh, This was a team – I was listening recently. This is a team that uh, apparently agents were telling their players, like in free agency, don't go to the Jags like three years ago because they were the number one team that had player complaints, and it was all because of Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin was like – being a huge hardo well now they they're back to this like it's it's just a huge train wreck um the other gesture of the week i want to say real quick just because the highlight was playing yep the oakland or the las vegas raiders we should just call them the oakland raiders <laughs> going to the chiefs midfield logo and doing their little routine on it pregame and then the first play of the game they fumble touchdown and go on to get completely hammered i mean Absolutely. their entire team is gestures great Derek one. Carr was in that group just the dumbest thing you will ever see. A king's wide jester, a team wide. An entire of team of jesters. The Raiders are just go well, away, uh, go King, away. King Luke, I know we sprung this segment on you, but uh, who's top, your jester? Top of the who's your jester of the week? Uh, that's <clears throat> I literally goes. Oh, you can add Oakland when I was watching it for that <laughs> or Las Vegas, but I do not have one off the top of my head. That, we got two pretty good ones. Yeah, that's two good, good ones. Yeah. Two good ones. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the our one segment of the show. We'll do a quick little. Are you freaking? Freaking out, man. Yes. Uh, this is where we discuss players we are freaking out about. Going into the playoffs now, got some players that didn't play so well. Are you going to be able to start these guys in key moments to win you the ship? First up, I imagine we got to start with them. Who, who? Scary Terry McLaurin. No, we got to we gotta go. It doesn't get worse than that, It bro. does. He's zero targets, zero catches. Rough, but I raise you 
eight points against the Houston Texans. DK Metcalf. He's on there. I got to stick up for my boy DK. He had two touchdowns he should have had last yesterday. Dropped them? No, they just didn't get there. Totally oh, screwed. Bad, so bad DK is not on this list. DK had a fine game yesterday. Okay, okay. Yeah, but now, okay. trust me, yeah. I was reading it among the Seahawks fans and stuff, and DK had, in fact, they say it could have been three, actually, but I'll get, I'll just two seemed convincing enough to me, where just Russell airmailed him, completely missed him. Yeah, I think DK is fine. Uh, okay. The one thing, if you're relying on DK next week, is he has the Rams. So if Jalen Ramsey isn't there, I feel much better, but if he's there, I would try to pivot. Try to pivot personally yeah. for me. Although, granted, we I remember talking before. I had I had to be the only one to say start DK last time against the Rams, and he had a good game. So. Yeah, he did, and uh, Ramsey's dealing with uh, the COVID bout at the moment. So yep. yep. So we'll see if he's back on. But Sunday. DK is now like a wide receiver, like three, like if that. Like oh, he's he, like he's Mike Williams. He's, he's been, turned into Mike Williams with like a lower floor almost. He went from I think like wide receiver sixty seven since like week three. He came into this season now like wide receiver one hundred and like four or something. Oh, like that. dude. Brutal. Yeah, it's it's tough when I have to like stick up for him like that, you know. Brutal. Our, and as a dynasty asset too, he's basically like when no yeah, one you're looking because like is is, is Russ going to be there? A good thing, a bad thing. You imagine bad, but maybe you, just some average quarterback peppers the Superman human with targets. Yeah, that could he's scary, be. You know. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of scary, man, back to scary Terry. Uh, yeah. Zero points yesterday. Got hurt again. Uh, wasn't getting any looks anyways before he got hurt. It looks like. Uh, I don't think you can start him next week, even against. I mean, they playing Darius Slay and the Eagles, and Slay's been killing this year. What's the uh, the Heineke situation? He right. sucks. <laughs> but yeah, we need to stop pretending. We need to stop pretending that he's like, oh, maybe well, he's that, the QB that's, of the future. That's my point. My he hope just, is that they roll with the old Scott Turner, trusty Kyle Allen, who peppers DJ Moore with targets and has peppered Terry before with targets. <laughs> yeah, They're not I mean, great. But he's one of those, literally, he does nothing but just throw it one way because that's his only hope at completing passes. I just don't know if you can trust him, man. It's tough with these guys that aren't producing. There's another guy you can't trust, uh, even though he's got a phenomenal schedule coming up. James Robinson of the Jaguars. Oh, yeah. Six carries, four yards. Gets the, I think he gets the... Uh, Texans or it's the Jets or the Texans the so next a, two it's weeks. It's a beautiful schedule, but there is no guarantee the man's even going to play. So, yep. Right now, it's it's looking weird. It'd be tough for me not to play him against the Texans next week, but it's six carries is pretty absurd. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, he's got Houston and the Jets his next two. So, God, if if you have him, you are really hoping he pops off next week and you can move on to the next round. Then all of a sudden, you'll be feeling a little better. But yeah. It's not looking good, man. For some reason, the coach has a beef with him. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand. It makes no sense. I mean, I'm sure that's and one like, of these who's things. Ever, that, who's ever heard of a coach having beef with an undrafted player who's earned his way onto the squad as being like the best player on the team? James Robinson's a godsend for you that franchise. I mean? like and then what do they do? They go and immediately draft a running back in the first round, even you know that they weren't even going to use as a running back. Nobody really even knows. Uh, completely, complete train wreck. Yeah, I, I was going to. You, you're freaking on. Uh, uh, I mean, it's been. 4, 18, 11, 11, 1, and 0 last week for Mr. Robinson. So Yeah, and I mean, again, if you're trying to talk yourself into it, you know, maybe you look at it as, well, not even Hyde got anything. He right. wasn't even really playing. It was just bad all around. But The that's reality not... is you, you're you still going to struggle to find a guy that you can talk yourself that's into. That's what I mean. So it's like I mean, still... maybe your team has, is deep at RB, but, yeah, it's tough. 
tough sledding. Uh, I have one to throw in kind of semi because it's very under the radar. Uh, a lot of people are not freaking about Debo Samuel. I was about to say yeah, that. man. That was my last I've guy. got Debo on my uh, one of my teams, and the usage is just not great. Yeah. And he's totally getting by on these rushing touchdowns, that, and we just know that that's not like something that stick, sticks. And so, you know, in my situation, I've got guys like Amari Cooper and DJ Moore who I started Debo over this week. But going forward, I'm looking at it a little more closely, and it's very hard, I know, because Debo's like the fifth-scoring player and at his position. Great schedule's great. It's amazing, and he could pop off. And maybe maybe this usage has something to do with the groin. But I'm just saying, next week, take a close look. Take a real close look yep. and just take a look at that usage. He has, like, I, I should have the receiving I have stats. It. Yeah, I have it. Um, so in the last three weeks, can you guys guess how many passes he's caught? He's caught like one, right? It's something. One a game. He's caught three. Oh my goodness. So he's had, uh, five rushes, six rushes, and eight rushes in those games. And you're seeing Kittle take off to the moon and Ayuk is playing really, really well. I don't know if it will change. I mean, Debo and for the the Niners themselves, this is working for them. It's working great for them. So one point about he did have eight rushes this week. No Eli Mitchell this week, so that he'll definitely take a couple of those. But uh, just something to look out for, man. He's not getting catches or even targets. Right. Uh, (laughs) Well, it's like it's like you said too. A lot of the rushes are resulting in touchdowns, which Mm -hmm. at some point that just stops you know yes. you, you get tackled so you, you don't hit the perfect hole like he's looking at like yep. a potential floor like a five-point floor like without the floor the is just floating around there very possible if things just crack you know a little bit not in the right way uh and it's kind of like we talked about with jamar chase like eventually it, right it comes yeah. crashing down you know it's Yep. No one tears the NFL up for 16 straight games except for Randy Moss. And on such efficiency, you know, on such small – it's uh, similar – I mean, Corderell's thing is a little different. But Corderell, even Corderell's really – he's has, he's tailored off a lot. Right. I mean, he's become now a 10- to 13-point guy, which is still solid, but mm-hmm. you're yep. not getting the, the pop. Yep. Well, does anybody else have any more guys to add to Are You Freaking or can think of any? Uh, we were going to pro- – if Jamar Chase had a bad game this week, he would have been on there, but yeah, he's true. back. I mean, he's, yeah, he's you know what you're going to get with him. He's a great deep threat. Bless you. Yep. Um, and uh, the, I was kind of freaking about Hollywood Brown a little bit. He had he came back, bounced back a little bit, but Lamar's hurt. So I, I don't know. I think most of the guys I was freaking about, I'm not freaking too much anymore. Yeah, I don't remember who mine is. Oh, well, I, I mean, Travis Kelsey doted again, but... Yeah, he could have been on there. At this oh, point, it was uh, Tyreek as well. Oh, yeah, uh, Tyreek. I saw a stat with Tyreek that over the last three or four games, he's only run five routes over 15 yards. No, I think. it's five 20. targets. He's getting Deep by... Targets. Five targets over 20 yards. Yes. Right, right, yeah. Okay, okay. He's getting he's by random. on massive efficiency right now because, listen to this, I noticed this uh, earlier. He has... Now, with that said, he's like the wide receiver four, I think, on the season. That might he might have slipped this week a little bit, but so he's still do he's still getting there. It's just crazy. He has two hundred yard receiving games all season. That's insane. Two two hundred yard receiving games. He's got a ninety four yarder, but other than that, he does he's been struggling to get over eighty yards. You know, he's scoring some touchdowns, and but it's just a, it's that's the Chiefs' offense right now. They badly need to revamp things a little bit this off season. Um, and then last just topic on are you freaking retroactively we'll take him off for the week uh but tyler lockett yeah kind of opposite of dk in a way but kind of bounced back in a huge way that's oh, he's why been i'm having con- like four or five good weeks in a row now right yeah and that's but why they I'm weren't great, like 15s great. 
Yeah, but like last Stuck week. Stuck him in the fifth round. That's la- solid last production. Week, last week it was that 20-yard touchdown that really saved him. Yeah. I mean, up until that point in the like fourth quarter. It can quarter. shift so easily, though. It's so crazy. Like we always, with the conversation we're having about DK, we were usually having about Lockett. Like what's yeah. going on? What the fuck? You know, and then boom. It's like Which, oh, it should have been last week. Oh, Lockett's guys, guaranteed but... to bust for in one of these three playoff games. <laughs> I know, It's man. just like he's going to have a bust game because he's had so many in a row that are solid. He's going to have like a three here soon. Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> that, that just feels like it could easily happen. Um, but I think that'll do it for Are You Freak, and I think we can move on to the waiver wire for Week 15. Playoffs have begun. And they might have already started for some of you fools yeah. out there. And I realized I was in one that did a does a two-week first-round playoff. I didn't even know it until I checked wow. like before. So it's it combines your scores yeah. over this week and next week. Thank God, because my team was rough this week. Before fantasy was big about 10, 15 years ago, not as big back then, uh, that's how they would do their championships. A lot of the leagues would wow. do week 16 and 17 combined. Um, Interesting. Which was just odd. Yeah. But, yeah. I guess to account I, – I, yeah, that is odd. That is odd. I guess yep. to, like, account for – or take luck as much out of it, I, I don't – but – I don't yeah, know. I guess it's it like, kind of takes like a two-week championship. It, it's kind of cool, I guess. I don't know. It's something different. Yeah. Um, make it longer than just one week. It's just not one fluke week. You know, you had a right. bad week, so you still got a shot at coming back. Like, right. I can kind of see it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but let's let's get right into it. Waiver Wire Week 15. Nothing too crazy. There's two players I would really like to target this week, and we'll start in the running back department. And the top guy is Rashad Penny of the Seattle Seahawks, 26% owned. He had 16 carries for 137 yards and two touchdowns. Heard he almost had a third. Um, <laughs> that was one of the funniest moments I had yesterday. Uh, just I glanced at the you know uh, scoreboard to see the, and I see Rashad Penny hundred. Just so bizarre. Like we've been waiting. He was drafted like three years ago, right? Uh-huh. First round draft pick four years ago, maybe. And we've been waiting all this time for a game like this, and he. I, I thought he looked pretty decent last week. He showed a little wiggle and speed and stuff, and yeah, I mean he. He busted out. It was against Houston, so take that for what you will. But, and they play the Rams this week. And they so. play the Rams, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, okay, perfect. James Robinson next week or Rashad Penny? Who do you feel better about? Oh, shit. Matchups included. That's the I'll situation, go. though, that I feel like most Robinson owners will be faced with. You know, it's going to be like a yeah. slightly yeah, like ugly sort of. I'll probably talk myself into Robinson against the Texans, right? Yeah. honestly. Just you see Houston, you see Jets, and you're like, Fuck. Gotta do and it. Gotta yeah. do it. Detroit. And like, I look at like Trevor Lawrence, like outspoken about like he needs to be on the field. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like I thought about maybe uh, someone steps in. Here. I thought that was so dope that that little bit about Trevor Lawrence, like talking to Urban, and that that like, was the reason what is why. Going and on? that turns out that's the reason why he came back in is because Lawrence went over and was like, "Dude, this this sucks without him. This is insane. Like, yeah, <laughs> Dude. it already sucks enough." <laughs> Speaking of, actually, we'll talk about them when we get to the quarterbacks. Uh, for streaming options this week, but yeah, I think Penny is actually is worth like a little bit of fab, even you know. He's, oh yeah, he's if you got fab Alex left. Collins has had every opportunity at this exact same job, and he hasn't been able to take it like Penny took it. So, and I think Alex Collins might have got no, I don't know if he got banged up, but anyways, it's Penny's job. It certainly seems like. Yep, I agree, and he is definitely the number one pickup for running backs this week. Coming up, number two slash number three is Boston Scott and Jordan Howard. Uh, Sanders is hurt. I don't think he's going to play this weekend. I thought they called it a high ankle sprain. So mm-hmm. um, they got the Washington football team, and that's a decent matchup because they kind of suck. Mm-hmm. Um, 
don't hate uh, either of them as possible starts this week. Yep. So you get those guys. And then number three is is uh, kind of a dart throw. He's uh, If you're really like 14-team, 16-team leagues, is uh, Royce Freeman. Did you guys see how he did yesterday? Yeah. All the, the, <laughs> they were expecting it to be like uh, – or no, who got hurt? Rex Burkhead got hurt, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden Royce came in. Yeah. So Royce had 11 <laughs> carries for 15 yards, which is horrible. <laughs> but then he had – eight targets and caught six of them for 51 yards and that's always been his game Royce Freeman's always been the passing uh you know pass receiving type of guy so I mean there's something to that Davis Mills looked decent yeah he they, was they able to actually, keep the offense afloat yeah so they need to just keep him out there because no point of playing Tyrod they're not going anywhere anyways so. for sure yeah Let's move to the wide receivers uh, one more extra dart throw oh, who you is got? just monitor the Miami situation uh, it won't be great, whoever it turns out to be. Yeah. But it's going to be, by default, someone, and it's probably going to be, like, literally one lone body who can actually, like, suit up in the play. Do they still got, like, Patrick Lard or whatever? Um, no, he's on IR. So <laughs> what's going on right now is Philip Lindsay, Miles mm. Gaskin, and Ahmed all on the COVID list. All looks like they're going to be out because of the way it worked out for them. Yeah. Um, they just signed Dexter Williams off the Packers practice squad. Huh. Um, they also have Jared Dokes on their own practice squad. Never who's their seventh-round prize, motherfucker. <laughs> um, and then uh, they also worked out Lamar Miller today. So, Oh, wow. Oh, he used uh, to play there. Yeah, again, someone random will be starting, and it literally is going to be like one warm body. So. Well, hey, they play the Jets. Oh, exactly. Boy. And so it could be worth the throw. Just kind of pay attention to who it is. And then maybe one of the, you know, Ahmed comes off the list yeah and right would be a great start so hey quick shout out to miles gaskin for being a real a-hole with this whole COVID thing yeah now. went on the COVID list last year around this exact same time when the playoffs are starting i was in a league had miles gaskin as my one of my starting rbs feeling pretty good about that right he was yeah. doing after decent last get, week after just getting first hot. round of the playoffs he gets put on to COVID. and i had wow, to start some drone and now to again this year so but sorry for all the Miles Gaskin people. Uh, I will not be drafting him next year. Who knows? He's probably going to get the flu next year yeah. this time of year or something. Uh, yeah. Jeez. Take your antibiotics, bud. Yep. All right. Let's talk about wide receiver pickups for the week. Top one. It's an easy, easy one this week. It is K.J. Osborne of the Minnesota Vikings. Yep. Big week for Osborne's everywhere. Spider-Man fans, what's up? Oh, good one. I yep. like that. Yep. I, for some reason, forgot to put down his stats for the weekend. But he I had know 80 that. yards and a touchdown, right? Yeah, he yeah, caught the like 60-yarder, but, I mean, they throw shots at him. Mm-hmm. He's on the field the whole time. If Thielen's out again, which I He's think he flat, per, he easy is. flex for he, me. He had nine targets, only caught three of them, but uh, 83 yards and a touchdown. So they play uh, – who they got next week? They got a good matchup, don't they? Uh, Chicago. So Okay. Yep. Very nice. Yep. Um, definitely worth a pickup for sure. <laughs> next up. Is a guy we've talked about for a couple weeks. I just don't know if I could trust him to start. Is Amonra St. Brown. A second nice little week for my dog. I'm yep. big on him next year. Yeah. I just don't know if I ever want to start a lion in a playoff situation. I'd be <laughs> Very so fair. mad if he busted. Very fair. Doesn't yeah, feel he... good, but I think what helps, what's helping him too <laughs> is Swift out. being out. Yeah, Swift and Hawkinson out next – well, might be out again yeah, next week. Yeah, and so we'll if, they're, if they both miss again, then it's just – he kind of by default has to they gotta go somewhere you know yep i'm planting my but I'm, he's gonna be one of my fave guys next year and ppr is but i think he's gonna be one of those like jamison crowder guys you know where standard league you're probably never gonna touch him but ppr he'll be golden all right third on the list is a guy that we t- we took off to say not to pick up anymore and then 
we've had him on the waiver wire show several times is Rashad Bateman. Oh man, he's back. Even thirty one percent owned. He caught seven of eight targets for one hundred and three yards. They were from Huntley though, so right. it is a little different. Uh, but he was on the field a lot. He saved them several times and brought them back in this game with his plays. Kid's a stud. Just it's, needs. He just needs the playing time to not yep. be playing behind Sammy effing Watkins. It's nuts. Uh, it, I haven't seen the like actual how how many routes he ran and stuff, but I've got to imagine they finally realized yesterday. Like, hey, yep, Lamar's out. We need a playmaker. Let's get Sammy out and put Bateman in. And yep, for sure. I mean. It's the same thing as Brown. You're going to be a little sketch, like starting him in a playoff game or whatever. But he's, if he's, he's good. We know he's good at the game, and that matters a lot. He's very good at the game. Yep, that is for sure. Last on the list is just Devonta Parker or mm. Devonte Parker, Miami Dolphins receiver. They got the Jets this weekend. He's the bona fide number two there. Probably has a decent day versus Jets. So agreed. Forty percent owned. I got two to two to add. Got? Not great, but bottom of the barrels, maybe a little bit deeper leagues. Um, but the first one goes back to running back. This is the other one I forgot. Uh, if Pollard miss, misses again with the plantar, maybe Zeke's still dealing with the bang up. But Corey Clement in reliefs, thirteen carries for forty four yards. I didn't even had know they targets. had Clement until I was watching that. He's a solid player. Yeah, and like he's had success before. Uh-huh. So you know, desperate, maybe you just do it. He's they're on a good offense. So if you're you know. the Zeke owner, am I? opinion you should have probably should have at least on your roster yeah if he takes a wrong turn on his knee or something because that foot is with pollard is like probably not he's probably going to be out for yeah and at least if they sat him this week i imagine they'll probably sit him again like they don't want him because it's one of those they said you can play through but it like isn't great a good thing to play through your planter is that like that's like the thing right in the middle of your foot kind of like i yeah i feel like i've uh strained it before a little bit and i'm imagining the pain and it just I can imagine. Doesn't it feel good to ruffle. Yeah. Um, and then the second one is, uh, you know, the Jets have no weapons whatsoever. So Zach Wilson targets Braxton Berrios uh, a lot. Uh, over the last two weeks, he has like 17 targets. <laughs> this past week, 10 targets, five catches, 52 yards. But again, the ball's got to go somewhere. They're playing Miami. He's not great. Runs no Elijah Moore. And Elijah Moore is, is done. So yep. uh, Keelan Cole had some targets, but. Barrios is kind of that guy that always sticks around. Every time Barrios gets on the field, and it's just like looking at his his thing, every time he plays a decent amount of snaps, he gets the targets. Every time he's been in the yellow, except yet last yesterday he was in the red, but still had ten targets. Yeah. So if you can, it, poor yeah, man's yeah. Renfro, you know. Yep, they use him in a variety. Who of ways. Who is a beast, by the way? Holy shit, Hunter yeah, Renfro is an animal. Yeah, he's, he's been great. He's he'll very a, good. He'll be a draft drafted asset next year. Yep. If Car sticks around for sure. All right, let's move to the tight ends. I only got one on the list. It's Austin Hooper. Mm. Caught five of seven targets, only for 30 yards and a touchdown, but both the other tight ends are hurt right now. If he, once again, is the only one there, he should be a solid start. Agreed, totally. I think, I think he's on our waivers, Mike. You might have to go after and get him. I was pretty pissed. Like, I wish this whole thing would have brought... Like, he was a great start this week yeah. against Baltimore. We knew Baltimore struggled against tight ends. Uh, there's, again, no targets. So, like, you see this. All he needs is a touchdown. Yep. And, I mean, I think he... But, yeah. He's definitely a good pickup. Uh, if you're the Waller owner uh, and have chased Morrow for two weeks, I Which probably I would say stop chasing if he's out again. Yep. Cut bait there. I did, and it did not work. So. Yep, same. I started him in a league. I, it, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, dude, even 
Waller has struggled sometimes this this yeah. year to get targets in this offense. And it's like it's not. So Foster Moreau, there's the the usage is there, but it's like yeah, he's got a steep hill to climb. Um, man, I'm in so many playoffs with, and I need Waller to come back. Man, me too, man. I sold Fuck. out in our dynasty league to get Waller just to make a run. And I played Ricky Seals Jones. He got a catch, like a garbage time catch before they were like back in it. Yeah. So now I notice with Ricky Seals, apparently they're not. It's no longer they're giving him all of Logan Thomas' snaps. Now they've got the Bates guy. So we've lost a bunch of our handcuffed tight ends all of a sudden. Uh, The season claims a lot of names. All right. Let's move to quarterbacks. Two streaming candidates for this week is Tua Tungavailoa versus the Jets. Oh, yes, dude. Definitely a good start. And then Jimmy G versus the Falcons, and then he gets the Titans. Uh I, in one league, have Lamar Jackson, and Tua is not available, so I am probably going to have to start Jimmy Garoppolo. It doesn't feel great, but he's been pretty consistent yep. uh, between uh, 15 and 20 points almost every week. He doesn't really have a good ceiling, but should be able to throw two touchdowns against the Falcons especially. Maybe even three, and then you really have a good week. Oh, I'll, yeah. Uh, I'll go one more. Uh, he might have already gotten claimed up. Maybe he's still floating around. Uh it's not pretty. Don't watch it. He's even playing our very own Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But Taysom Hill is going to run all, all over the goddamn place. Yeah, and yeah. now 24 points in his first start, 26 in his second. I, I really hope uh, we can give him a good old uh, 48-0 this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I would I, I would love it. this stupid shit where we lose to but them. But Sean Payton's got the Bucks number typically, too. He's going to have some creative stuff. No doubt. I hate to say it, but I'll be there and I'll be screaming. Again, don't watch it if you do pick oh. him up because it's ugly watching him try to throw the ball, but I fucking hate the Saints. Man. It works, man. So I guess roll the dice with Taysom. I, I, I trust him. To be it says a you. lot when I replaced Taysom Hill last week in a league with Aaron Rodgers, and I still was I'm like, mm, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? Right, yeah. So, but no, yeah. I mean, Taysom runs a lot, and that's worth a ton in fantasy, man. Yeah, I mean, like especially if you're like the Lamar owner, like go out and grab Taysom. Yep. Yeah, if he's available. Um, yeah. All right. Defenses are actually one more quarterback. If I, I am debating starting this guy because it's like... Sam Darnold? No. He had 28 against them in week one. It is Trevor Lawrence. T-Law. Versus Houston Texans. Something's got to go right for them. <laughs> and maybe he can have a decent game. You know, it's it's the bet. You couldn't ask for a better matchup. And then he gets the Jets the week after that. He could be a fantasy playoff streamer. But yeah. I would Marvin Jones had do his it. best game in like seven weeks yeah. uh, this week. So uh, I, I I like one thing I like about Lawrence is that he he will he continues to gun it downfield. Yeah. He's not turning into a, he's not turtling up and you know going like we see with Zach Wilson and a lot of these other rookie yeah. QBs. I think Lawrence is going to be fine. I'm, I will die on the Lawrence Hill. Me too. Uh, I think he's going to be good. Yeah, Fields looked like shit last night again too. Pretty much, he just had those huge plays go to the house. So yep. I don't know. Yeah, Bears were spectacularly lucky to be in that game. Yeah, and they still ended up losing by twenty. In. That's what's crazy, man. They still covered the eleven and a half original spread. Oh, and man. I was I should lie better. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, I don't want to. <laughs> um, all right, defenses for this week. We've been talking about these guys streaming them all week. Uh, and their players is the Dolphins versus Jets. Mm-hmm. If if they're available on the waivers, get them. They are in uh, one, uh, several of my leagues somehow, so I am going to try to get them. They could give Zach Wilson real tr- – they're like the most blitz-heavy team in the NFL, yep. and Zach Wilson is clearly not doing real well with pressure and having to get off his spot. So, yeah, that could be a huge spot for Miami. And last is, uh, Mike, your defense is the Browns. They get the Las Vegas Raiders. So Yep, yep. Uh, I, you know, what I 
realized starting the Browns defense this week is you're not really starting the Browns defense per se. You're starting Miles Garrett. Yeah. Who will get you on his own a touchdown because he is an animal. Who like, is what a beast. But in general, their defense man. is like really good. Yeah. Um, one other just low ball. Maybe they're out there, but the Packers could get the Lamar list Ravens. Mm, true. Yeah. Um, so possibly that could be an option. And then, also Philly, I should say, because who I just had to cut, they play the football team. Football could be team the Kyle Allen football with Kyle team. Allen, maybe. If so, the Cowboys maybe. are out there, get them for the playoffs. They play Washington again. And they play Philly again. They have yes. a great finishing schedule. Um, yes. And then I have my, them in my final weeks. one is a very unique scenario. This goes out there. If you are sitting in your number one seed, you get your first round by in the playoffs. You're looking at a week 17 championship game. You've got a spot to burn. Maybe this past week and the week before desperation, you couldn't hold on to the Patriots bye week defense. Mm. If they're available, they have Jacksonville week 17. <laughs> and if you are just thinking you've got one game to just smash your opponent, go to the championship. That could be a uh, winner for you. Yeah, that's a good call. And if you're, if you're yeah. sitting in week uh, 15 on a bye, look for Samaje P. Ryan, look for Marlon Mack. Mm. Look for all those handcuffs that you could just add on your bench, just in case. You know, worst case scenario, one of those guys goes down. Pick up Ronald Jones. Yeah, Ronald, Jones. Ronald Jones. I, if your if your starters are set and like the bench is just kind of useless to you at the at yeah, this time. Yeah, Naheem Hines dropping for Mac. Uh, Naheem Hines dropping for Ronald Jones. They will have more value, even if Jonathan Taylor goes down. It'll be Mac. It won't be Naheem. Naheem will keep the same role. Like there's players that you can get rid of that are over fifty percent owned that people are still holding on to that I do not think matter. They don't so. have as much immediate value to you yeah. if something were to if you happen. got a tony right, yeah. you got a sterling shepherd cut them for these handcuff running backs that absolutely you, you know any of these guys that you're not gonna start in your wide out spot the the toast could be league winners for other people if you don't get grab them now so uh anything else to add uh, boys before we nope uh i don't have anything uh, except uh, for fin- pray for cooper cup yeah, there you go and uh final note is this update i got which is just uh, 36 players and one staff member across the league tested positive on Monday for COVID, the most ever in a single day since the pandemic began. I'm glad I'm not going insane because it certainly felt like it was the highest ever. I just yeah. was like, every time I looked at my phone, someone was so, dropping. Yeah, but maybe uh, if you're in a league that's really affected by it, you can all get together and take a vote to add the COVID IR spot right now, something like that to help out. Uh, mm-hmm. And once again, yep. Tom Brady is a prophet. Tom Brady said this would be a bigger problem this year than it was last year. Once again, Tom speaks. He's Tom a, is right. He's a god. He's a god. And uh, and immortal praying right now. No bucks, no saints have it either. So that's good. Yeah, for Uh, real. Jeez. But that's gonna do it for the waiver wire show. We will be back later in the week with start or sits for week fifteen. Huge weekend. First week of the playoffs. I'm pumped. Mike's freaking out. He's got to get in. (laughs) He doesn't know if he's gonna make it or not. Uh, So we will see. And uh, sure, Pat, if he's here, uh, that means he probably won. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The next show. Yeah. And just remember, folks, if you're out there. Like me in your home league, your main league, you're already out of the playoffs. You're the true winner this year because your fellow league mates that are worried and freaking out about this year have already lost next year. Yep. And you have the advantage. Your heart health is much better. Exactly. Remember that, that you are the true winner. These other guys are losers still trying to adjust their lineups and freaking out. Also start a dynasty league and then you can trade your draft picks or trade for draft picks and build up and stuff. And that makes it a lot more fun. There you go. Kings. Uh, just rate us five stars on Apple podcasts. If you could follow us on Instagram at fantasy Take it easy. See ya.